Modern Black Man Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Modern Black Man Podcast. Today, I am joined by the CEO of Brown Babies Learning, <laughs> um, podcaster extraordinaire, Miss Charles. Yes. yes, it is I. Hello, hello, people. <laughs> the entity. Um, thank you so much for taking time and uh, joining me. Um, I think I got a pretty good topic today. Um, I'm going to be talking about indifference or apathy. What do you think is a better title? I think apathy. Apathy? Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm going to talk about. Um, I think that to get the conversation started, we should probably define that word. Yeah. Um, Good. Take it away. Well, um, I'm just going to go to WebMD. WebMD uh, defines apathy is when you lack motivation to do anything or just don't care about what's going on around you. Apathy. Um, have you ever found yourself in a situation to where you became apathetic? Um, n- no, and I am very jealous of people who wow. can who can who can get there because I don't disconnect well. Um, I, I'm a lover, so like. In all instances, if I decide to be a part of something or do something or get involved with someone, then I'm all in until I'm all the way out. Right. And that's where apathy can really muddy things because that new connection can be the best connection, but it's hard to get into because of the effect, because whatever whatever you call that in the transition to make you apathetic um Mm -hmm. it happened Uh, you're jaded you're no longer fresh you're no longer uh interested or um possibly even attracted Um, Mm -hmm. it's it's torturous um i love that you said you never experienced you can't even process or perceive um the notion of being apathetic that's that makes me really jealous um I think it's more so like honestly it's because I'm could kind of self-conscious. Mm. I'm constantly like, you know, uh thinking about, you know, how I'm being perceived, how I'm representing myself, my family, my name, like that's that's something that's constant on my mind which is slightly like anxiety. So, I think as a result of my high anxiety, I can't be, I can't experience apathy. I can't be apathetic. That's good. You're a genuine person. I think that obviously with age, women, um, you know, they, they become different and you'll experience that growth and that journey. Um, it's not a celebration of hardening your heart. Mm-hmm. It's just that, um, you see what's going on with so many people around you and it's new. So be confident in the fact that you aren't jaded yet. You haven't, you're not yet. Up, you're not used up yet. Nobody's never. Yet. Hopefully, 
you get in a relationship with a man who can appreciate you and use every drop of you the right way, not the wrong way, because that's prospering. And that's very different, which we'll hopefully get to talk about in a future episode with the topic today of apathy um, and you not getting um, what used enough, is it? Um it's it's a real thing and it's a mental health thing. Um, I think that we're really quick to label people as depressed, but we don't often talk about people that are just simply apathetic. Mm-hmm. They've just had enough. Um, they're disconnected right now. They're tuned out. They're literally, um, there's no sensation to be had. Um, they're just numb to it all. Um, what is that like working with a, I don't know, family member um, or someone that's close to you that's in that situation You're just speaking of how to be a better empathizer in those cases. You're breaking up at the end. What did you say? I just said that I really hope to be a better empathizer and just in thinking about working with um, someone in your family who's apathetic or mm-hmm. anyone that can be close to you. Just uh, how, how do you reconcile all this because it's a pretty big order i think um i think in situations where like you see someone who's just unmotivated and it's like i really don't care about i think a lot of times it comes off and not as like a mental illness or something that's in the mental health but just someone who is lazy right we like oh my god like this person is lazy or the person lacks ambitions like we automatically assume that that's something that someone can control, I guess. But if it's under mental health, then I would assume that that means that it's a chemical <clears throat> imbalance of some sort. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So just like depression, like you can't, you don't want to choose this to be depressed and you can't just choose to get out of it. Like it is a process. And so I think it's easy for outsiders to, you know, throw judgment and have I know because I know like my mom used to kill me all the time she would be like if I'm getting out of this house at seven o'clock in the morning everybody need to get their butt up and get out of this house I don't care where you're going right. everybody's leaving at the same time right because she didn't want us to not you know do something with our lives and therefore you know if we were like laid up or like sleeping in till noon because you know like nobody as a grown woman I don't want no man sleeping until noon my my first thought would not be like, oh, you know, maybe he, maybe he's experiencing um, apathy or, you know what I'm saying? I would go straight mm. to he is lazy as F and that is not attractive, you know? Right. That's a good point. I mean, w, uh, WebMD actually goes on and saying that the doctor might diagnose you with apathy if you're no longer motivated and you lack the effort or energy to do everyday things. Mm-hmm. And- depend on other people to plan your activities Mm. have no desire to learn new things meet new people or have new experiences don't care about your own problems feel no emotions when good or bad things happen with that diagnosis it's really interesting because how many how many of these boxes um could we easily ignore i mean uh I, I don't know the exact term right now, but you know how you have the the learning mind and the disconnected or the closed mind things. Mm-hmm. Um, just 
really, really deep and uh, significant stuff, not caring about your own problems, um, self-preservation, self, uh, you know, like, mm-hmm, go ahead. I feel like now that you've read like more of the definition, it kind of feels like now I can feel like, okay, like I have had moments where like I temporarily disconnect where I, not that I don't care, but I can't, I don't think about it. Like I push it to the back. Like I intentionally like nothing else matters but like I need rest or like I need to just like I'll turn my phone off I don't want to hear about anything going on in the world I won't watch any news I just want to be like with myself I don't want to I don't want to do any work I just want to do nothing um and I feel like I guess with apathy I think we need to add in like time like it happens over over a certain amount of time, right? Because if I'm having like days where I just need to reset, then I'm not experiencing apathy, right? I'm just taking a, a mental health day of, of rest. That totally makes sense. Um, we, we don't know it well enough to diagnose it possibly, but uh, mm-hmm. have you ever found yourself where you depend on other people to plan your activities? Like... Is that codependence? That's kind of a hint at codependency. Mm. I guess I'm a control freak, so I don't want anybody planning anything. <laughs> so I definitely have never experienced somebody planning my day for me. I guess it would be nice. Not that I think about it, saying it out loud. Like it would be nice if, like, if somebody took me on a vacation. You know, flew me out. I got flewed out. You know, they planned everything, the itinerary. That would be nice. Um, I would have tons of questions. Um, <laughs> because, like I said, like, I am used to, I'm hands-on with, like, my life. I need to know what's going on. But I guess that would be nice. But I think, I think, I think with apathy, we can't, we can't separate it, right? It can't be this piece or this piece. It's, it's the definition in, in its entirety, right? So someone who... Um, lacks motivation also and and depends on someone to plan their day oh. and you know all Do of those things connect. I think that they have to be connected because when you separate it that just sounds like regular like but life do stuff they go together though do what like, go they together go together like this because <laughs> I don't think they go together I think they know each other I think they was talking but I don't think they go together I feel like when you separated it anybody and everybody I guess now I have to retract my no, I've never experienced it because yes, I guess, yes, everyone has had moments of apathy. Sure. Uh, We're going to talk about that before we talk about causes, but um, I'm curious if you think they go together, like the lack of effort, depending on others, no desire to learn new things, not caring about your own problems and feeling no emotions. It's like, what signal is that in the brain? Um, I don't think they go together. I think they're very specific and different um diagnoses don't you i mean i i just think that listening to i don't think a lot of them go together maybe lack of Mm. goes with uh no desire because obviously your desire is being shut down and then the whole depending on people thing is just because you suck at everything Mm -hmm. feel anything because nothing you're not in control Nothing in your reality seems to hint at control. Everything is just the same outcomes, and you're doing different uh, actions. That's hard to reconcile. That's hard to catch. 
Mm. I think that's how apathy maybe sneaks up on people, right? Mm-hmm. If you have no idea, like you just said, you're like, damn, like I had no idea that like this could be that. And you know, when you when when you say it out loud, maybe yeah, I have been, you know, I have been this. Right. Because I think that it is pretty far reaching, it's pretty diverse. Um, apathy isn't um depression or what we um what the layman knows is manic. Um, that mm. you know that you're sad or you're labial. Uh, so there's extremity, but that's about as deep as we know of most mental health. I mean, I think what uh, is it? Couch quarterback or whatever, armchair quarterback, um, bipolar disorder. We just know that it's extremity. What schizophrenia? People don't really know a lot about schizophrenia. They just know that it's a uh, a, a chemical uh, uh, imbalance in the brain and mm-hmm. act erratically. Um, I think this is very specific, and I think that the uh, diagnosis is far-reaching. Mm. I really do. Like it's crazy that um, your 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 motivation. Uh, so that's your frontal, uh, if I'm not mistaken, right? your motivation being taken away from you could leave you in a situation where you could depend not just on other people, but the wrong people to plan your life. Um, And then you have no desire to improve because all the, you know, reward center in the brain that's, uh, uh, that drives learning that's shut down too. And then Mm -hmm. you don't care to, to save yourself. And then you can't feel anything the whole time. That seems miserable. It's like being in the worst mental prison with uh, all the worst punishment. Right, right. So did it say that the people who are planning your life, that is necessarily negative? No, it didn't say that. It was just uh, general and just said that you right. okay. to plan your activities. So I guess it could, it could be good, bad, or even all good. I mean, maybe that is a... Right. Yeah. I mean, but it could be bad, too. I was just saying, like, I didn't even think about that part of, like, it being someone planning something bad for you, like, you know, to do something that's not necessarily good for you, and then you being imprisoned, and, you know, like you said, in that state of apathy, and therefore not caring about, you know, how bad this is for you, and going through with it, like, wow, mind-blowing right we've all done that teenagers no <laughs> teenagers, that, the whole dismissiveness of a teenager i was reading uh the other day about that it's a form of denial dismissive mm. um so i mean I, I i get how it can tie but uh, uh to catch it um i'm really a little bit more aware of things like i'm not as dismissive um i i, I also know that i have to stay motivated um so i can't feel as if my actions don't matter that's just not good that doesn't set anyone up for success little things like that i think could really make uh, a, a difference but as far as apathy causes um it says right here problem with areas in the front of your brain that control your emotions goals and behavior can cause apathy it's often one of the first symptoms of alzheimer's disease Wow, and other forms of dementia, which the da- which damage the brain. Up to seventy percent of people with dementia have this loss of interest. That's huge. Apathy can also be a symptom of other brain disorders, such as brain injury from a strong hit to the head, 
depression, stroke, Parkinson's disease, schizophrenia, and Huntington's disease. Um, so I think that's also interesting um, in, 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 the, in, in where it all lines up because this might be indicative of an underlying uh, symptom or an undiagnosed uh, condition, uh, something that can be significant uh, like Parkinson's disease, uh, schizophrenia or depression, or uh, it could be pretty significant as well. Um, what do you think of that? I think um, when I hear that, you know, apathy is like, you know, like the gateway to so many, you know, yes. brain uh, diseases, it, it, I guess it, sh- it, it helps provide understanding as to why so many of them go undiagnosed for such a long period of time because so many of the symptoms described or stated for apathy sound like regular experiences in life, right? Which is why I thought that they were married, right? That they they were intertwined. Like it had to be and, and, and. Like like it had to be multiple. You can't just have one piece of that, right? And then, then we call that you're in an apathetic state. But, excuse me, to experience two or more maybe of those symptoms could be signs of apathy and therefore you should, you know, consult with a doctor if it lasts more than, you know, a week, you know, because Mm -hmm. like, it's really hard to diagnose like, you know, Alzheimer's and, you know, Parkinson's until it's kind of like, damn, like it's, it's kind of severe. Like you can't deny it, you know? Absolutely. Oh, that's kind of scary. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because how many people do you really think uh, have this? I wouldn't be surprised if it was like one out of every 10 people or something. Right. Oh, my goodness. I was thinking the same thing. Like, because, you know, we have all these statistics about one out of this many people in areas are likely to get certain diseases and things like. But when you think about like how one out of how many people experience apathy two ways, right? That get a brain disorder, you know, that, you know, de- that de- develop into a brain disorder or those that just, you know, just have that experience of apathy. Like, that percentage, like, it's crazy. It's pro- who knows? Because when I, honestly, when as we continue to discuss it, and I think about all of the symptoms and the characteristics or things that fall under, you know, apathy, I'm like, I, when you first asked me, I'm like, no, never. I could never. I care so much about things. And then I think about moments in my life or pieces that I'm like, no, I needed to step out. I needed a break. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. I just decided that that was it. And I brushed it off as like, isn't that a part of life? As long as I get up and, you know, get back to it, that's the point. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it says that if you experience these for about four weeks, it's oh, solid. Um, I mean, it can last uh, up to four weeks just as a good rule of thumb. About four weeks uh, is what you're looking for in these symptoms. Okay. Because, you know, obviously four weeks of of all this, someone must have these symptoms for four weeks longer to be diagnosed with apathy. And these, uh, again, uh, on this diagnosis, a decrease in or lack of motivation person displays this diminished motivation that's not consistent with age, culture, or health status. Behavioral thinking or emotional changes, changes in the behavior may make it difficult to engage in conversations or perform daily tasks. Changes in thinking include a, a disinterest in the news, social events, and deep thinking effects on the quality of life. The change in behavior 
negatively affect a person's professional life and personal relationships. Changes in behavior is not caused by other conditions. The changes in behaviors are related to physical disabilities, substance use, or an unaffected level of consciousness. Um, absolutely. Um, I think that if you're clicking on all those cylinders, um, your apathy is going to be very real. And none of those symptoms are imagined. Uh, losing interest genuinely in things for that period of time is only naturally going to change your behavior or your mood and temperament. Mm. Right? I mean, yeah. Just... I agree. But um, I just, I just thought apathy was a really good one because I think that the election season. Uh, has shown us mm. uh, a lot of breaks in that apathy. I think a lot of people's personalities have changed. I think that a lot of people that we thought were intolerable six months ago are becoming congenial. And the people that we thought we liked in the office are under suspicion. <laughs> Just because of this this whole um, apathy thing. Um, you know, it's a totally different experience to feel in the middle versus in your conviction. And I hope anyone in life can live with passion um, that they can truly feel in all the things that they do um, because not being able to do that can really feel like a prison. And if we don't know what we're missing out on or we're not aware of where we are um, emotionally, I think that um, life isn't the same. And if we have an opportunity to help someone get connected to a better path, we should do it. Mm-hmm. I absolutely believe that. I think, I think um, something that is, excuse me, that we need to take into account, though, right now with this global pandemic, I think it is really hard to identify something that is usually overlooked, like apathy, right? Because mm. people are fucking adjusting. All, oh, excuse my language. Are no, adjust- <laughs> people are adjusting and readjusting and trying to figure it out because, like, we're trying to figure out like how to live without human connection where we used to spend time and time with groups of people and could, could exchange hugs. We're like, we're not doing those things anymore. So I think it's harder to figure it out. We're having poor social connections with less social contact Mm -hmm. Um, where we have more social connection than ever. So it's all mind blowing because the world seems so small. But um, in theory, we should all be in quarantine right now, right? There should be no human contact. But who are we kidding? Mm. No, maybe I just got excited the fact that I know that no one's no one quarantines in real life. It's so rare. It's so rare because the people that you know that quarantine uh, are just as susceptible as everyone else because we're all vulnerable because of the point I made first. No one has been exclusively in quarantine. I disagree. I think as time, I think as time has progressed, yes, people have gotten a little more lax, but I know people who 
are not they're not playing those games like my sister i visited new york for a little bit my daughter and i um to you know check in on my parents and just you know like just get away and my sister was like sis i love you but you could you could come by in the car we could talk through the windows you know and speakerphone and see each other but like she was serious about it but she also does work at an um an elderly home mm-hmm. where she has to get tested every day yeah so she's like, I can't even chance it. So, you know, and she goes to work and she goes home with her husband and she has her, excuse me, she has her um, groceries uh, d- delivered. Wow. Yeah. And she lives in like a very like rural area. So she's not surrounded by many people and she's not playing. So I think some people are, it depends on like their health condition. So like younger people are probably not taking it as serious as older people because they're not as susceptible to die from it right right so i think that has something to do with it too and i mean just like what we're talking about now i have to admit i have a little bit of apathy at times because i just don't feel that everyone is um taking it seriously but i don't have any control over other people i only have control over decisions that i make for me and my family and i'm gonna keep us safe as you should, as you should. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do my best. Um, do you have any social media that you'd like to share? Well, yes, I am at brown dot babies underscore learning on Instagram. Check us out. We are a growing organization. Um, our model is to lean and to learn on each other, right, and from each other, because that's what we do. This is the time of communal learning with communication. And can cultivating communities of support. Um, so please check us out. Um, I'm usually here on this talk with podcasts with modern black men, um, having some great conversations um, that cover a variety of topics. But Brown Babies Learning specifically focuses on the development and success and tools provided to our youth uh, for people of color. Awesome mission. Thank you. Um, Definitely check that out. And you know that you can find us on Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Chubby Idris Elba on all platforms. Okay. You know, (laughs) until the next episode. All right. Good night, guys. Peace. Peace.